Welcome to the Elmo and Doris Different Podcast. You're listening to the Elmo Adore Difference, a podcast that gets people from all walks of life to share powerful ideas and spread good vibes. My name's Elmo Adore Jr. and I'm a young Filipino passionate about the individuality every person can bring to the table. And I'm talking to unique people about how they see the world and how to make a difference. Mara C. She is uh, living in La Union and she's a manager at a restaurant at Macan at Eliseos. She's also a producer for content and travel and her expertise is in media and advertising and uh, I can vouch that she is a great person and very uh, entrepreneurial. Hi everybody. Uh, can I ask you the first question? Sure. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, what are the most important qualities of a successful entrepreneur? So, I think the first and most important quality of a successful of a successful entrepreneur would be you should have, um, other than dedication, you should also have clear directions and good intentions. So, you should know what you want and where you want to be. Um, it may be even small. It may start out small. Like I would want to be able to buy my first, uh, first car that's clear, concise, measurable. So to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to be clear on the direction that you want to be. I um I I wanna ask like uh. Is it also an important quality to uh, be a visionary? You know, like uh, you say that it's good to be concise, to be measurable uh, with your goals. But uh, a lot of entrepreneurs have ambitions, you know, and uh, is, is that uh, a liability or should one be more practical when it comes to entrepreneurship? Mm, um, since you're going on your own, why don't you go big? It's Just go big and create the biggest vision you can come up with for yourself and for the business that you want to put up. So it may be a little too far, but at least you know where you want to be and the roads that you want to take to get there. So, for example, you want to be the world famous, let's say, wedding photographer. At least in that direction, you know that you won't really ace your skills on other areas of photography because you want to be on the wedding side. So it's more being clear on whatever it is. And even if the vision can be too big, as long as you know what you should take to get there, then I think that's fine. And it's your business. You can, you will be the only one to dictate how big or how how small it can be. Yeah, but um, uh, I I can see a problem with being uh, ambitious, you know, or having a vision for your dream. For example, uh, well, when you look at uh, SM, you know, uh, SM malls, you know, uh, the, he started at he he started out as a shoe 
shoe a shoe uh, store and then um, uh, at first he had no idea what uh, he would do what his uh, business would turn into and uh, it's he, he simply uh, followed the every opportunity opportunity he could take and I think that uh, being more vigilant and flexible is is more uh, is a much more important quality when it comes to uh, entrepreneurship because for example uh, you could have huge visions but those visions will probably be probably change because uh, initially you won't have the knowledge you won't have the skills to decipher what it would truly take or what kind of business would truly succeed you know in the long run and having a vision could be a good motivation but uh, if you keep sticking to a vision sometimes it just won't work and being flexible and just keep changing uh, your goals and adapting to um i think you're limiting yourself with having a vision and not being able to evolve when you have a vision or it's a big picture it doesn't mean that you can't change or you can't adjust to what your business could be so if you have this vision it shouldn't be limiting to you you can change it because yes you're right um plans do change and circumstances can change maybe opportunities bigger opportunities can come up along the way and that's fine um at least you have this direction and you know who you are as a person when you first started to go this path to go to this path so i think that's fine and it shouldn't limit you having a vision should push you forward and being flexible is part of that as an entrepreneur being flexible and having to change your plans a lot of times is part of that um yeah so that that's it that uh, flexibility and adapt adapting is more important than having big dreams and goals you know uh, is that um, uh, what do you think i've had a lot of experiences with that especially when i was in the events in so in prime time you, we were an events agency mostly so we did a lot of live projects with audiences and it required a lot of manpower and bringing so much props, so much things to set up. And being in that industry would always push you on the edge because there are a lot of unforeseen circumstances that you have to be ready for. So what I always told myself, I would prepare as much as I can and, and try to see all the possible outcomes that can go wrong so that when they happen, I'd be ready. Yeah. And if ever there are mistakes or problems that come up that I didn't see, at least I'd have headspace for them, for them to think about, or I would have a solution for them. So being the, in the events really kept me on my toes all the time. And it was off. It was too often actually that 
I was uh, I became a skilled troubleshooter. So every time we had problems, I could immediately immediately think of a solution in two minutes or yeah, that could patch up the problem. Yeah. 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 Um, out of your uh, own experience, uh, have you had any uh, what you call uh, uh, circumstances where you had to change plans or you had to uh, redo the project and think it over, uh, change the vision? And, like uh, what you said, you have to be flexible, you know? And have you ever had the, the experience of adapting um, to yes, a situation? Yes, actually, and having a passive income will be really, really helpful for everybody who wants to be financially secure in the future. So this, is, this means that you want to make your money work for you without doing anything. So it can be as simple as putting them in stocks or um, investing in businesses just a silent investor and they would do the work for you. And I think that's really important because it's a way that we don't touch the money that we saved up for but it keeps growing. Uh, when it comes to a business, it, some or being an entrepreneur is sometimes actually uh, more demanding compared to normal nine to five jobs. You know, and uh, you have to be uh, keep be uh, always on your toes. You have to uh, keep adapting and keep uh, testing, checking the waters, uh, whatever. However, the winds of change, you have to be ready. You know, and yeah, and I think that's a really important skill for an entrepreneur. But um, uh, I, I, there's always a question in my mind that uh, is it realistic to uh, target a business where in the end, after you've developed it, you can just let it be, you know? You, you you should. The question is that is a passive income business realistic? Uh, have you ever seen people who actually reach that kind of milestone in their lives? Mm. Um, I think it really depends on the person. For example, you have a hundred thousand pesos, and you would want to. You can choose to put up a business on your own, and then you said, as you said, you have the control over it, no matter what, or you can put it on investments. Um, for me, it would just depend on where you want, where you are at that moment. So if you're willing to risk that 100 pesos to your own business and see where it goes, then go ahead. If you want to do it, you just have to be ready that it might all be gone. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little too soon if you fail in your business, but if you invest it, you should also do your research and make a smart in, an investment. You make a smart investment by, if you're playing on the safe side, you invest on big companies that have shown great results over the years and they've shown that they are always stable. So in those cases, mm -hmm. you will still get an interest from your investment. And and I think that's also fine. So there are people who would want to put in the hard work and there are people who might not want to be on that business side since not everyone is business-minded. So I think it's not a 
it's a black and white. It's a very gray area. Yeah, but um, I have also a, a concept where sometimes uh, investments uh, aren't as uh, the return of investment in passive incomes is not as rewarding when it comes to you yourself handling your own money, uh, making a business where you control the outcome, you have the power to grow, to develop your own business. And so... Uh, Uh, that that's where the question goes where uh, should you should you uh, use your own money uh, for your own businesses or should you just yeah become a silent uh, investor and just wait for uh, dividends or uh, slow uh, income but it, uh, mostly you have nothing nothing to do and just uh, wait for the, the money you know Uh, what do you um, think? After working in a small agency and serving numerous multinational companies, so other than Cebu Pacific, we've also served other bigger companies. Um, you have to understand who you are as a company and who you're representing. So I was representing Primetime. We are an events agency. Um, we are a production agency. And you have to know in your heart that you might be small, but you are capable. So I mm-hmm. I am capable of doing these big events for a big company, capable of producing great content for the digital platforms of Cebu Pacific. And the reason they are asking you for your help means that you can deliver what they want, right? So it doesn't matter if your big or small. Professionalism here entails that you know your work, you know your work well, and you can deliver what they're asking of you. So um, for me, as long as you've reached an agreement and the expectations of the work that was given to you, then it's all just part of the job. Everybody's just working at that point. And uh, uh, I've really been curious about Uh, for example, you've had experience with working with the airline of Cebu Pacific with their advertising uh, department, right? And uh, uh, what is the role that professionalism plays when working with large companies for uh, small startups or maybe uh, a, a business you've already developed a little? Uh, yeah. Every company, it would be different, but you can always pitch your product To these companies if you're sure that you are what they need i think that would be an easy door to open but there are also easy ways if you have let's say friends inside or connections of course that could be a push but it will also end up with how good your product is yeah so uh for example if uh, i was a small business i just uh, had a startup but I already uh, am confident that I can produce uh, a product or a service very well and very professionally. How would I go about uh, get getting attention or marketing for l- large uh, co- company deals or contracts? How would I g- go about that? Mm, okay, I think that's a very tricky question. Mm, I don't think that it would 
also depend on the situation, but a lot of what you do and a lot of luck are needed to be able to come up with the successful business venture. So you can be as hardworking and you might be able to do everything right, but with luck not on your side, it's not probably going to work. But you, if you're just lucky and then you slack off, then it's also going to fail. So I think everything has to be tied together. And some people are just blown off with circumstances. May it be the economy or just maybe a problem with a landlord. That's something also that's a big problem also. And you should always assess where the problem came from before you go into another business venture and see if it's worth the I want to dive a little into uh, the, uh, for example, if I have a business and it just keeps failing and failing and no matter how, how many times I try different uh, business ventures, uh, Uh, it's just it it does just doesn't work and uh, I, I lose money a lot. Uh, who would I blame? Would would it be myself or is it just the economy or is 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 the just is it just that the world isn't welcoming of new startups? What what, what do you think is uh, happening? It affected my lifestyle in a way that it broadened my perspective. So I was able to see a lot of places in the Philippines that not a lot of tourists would find out about. Mm -hmm. And being able to visit them multiple times and being able to see them without any visitors was a really life-changing moment for me. I tried, I was there for around five years and I would leave I guess, every month for a project and go to these places. It really opened my eyes that Philippines, that the Philippines is a really big country and that we are different even if we're all Filipinos. So, but that, mm-hmm. I think that makes us special because our different cultures and our, our different these small differences can already show how unique we are. And yeah, I'm really, I can say that I'm really grateful that I was born here because it has one of the most beautiful beaches in the world, beautiful mountains. And I wouldn't really, really uh, politics aside and other stuff aside, just nature. Nature can really take your breath away. So I'm really happy for that. And I got to see it with my own eyes in different angles and in different spots of the area. I guess that there's uh, there's an obvious common denominator if and at, that you have to accept that it might be you, you know, and uh, you have to keep learning and figure out if you have mistakes and uh, learn from them, right? And uh, also, how about we... We dive into uh, your history or your life when it comes to travel. Uh, I I'm I guess that mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
a job in multimedia and producing projects for big companies uh, has a lot of great perks and i think one of them is be uh, to be able to tra- travel constantly uh, how how does that ha- affect your lifestyle mm, okay um at the very end of it traveling is a luxury so i think that you should only travel if you have extra money Or you can save up for it without hurting anything so you can see other places. I don't think it's a need, but it's really a nice luxury or a nice want to have. In terms of affecting your life, it would be able to give yourself a wider perspective of what the world is and the and how other people treat the world. So you can see, like if you go to Japan, they act differently and compared to Korea or even just different parts of the Philippines, we all, we all socialize differently. We all have different um, mannerisms. And I think just being able to understand that already gave me the understanding that just being able to see that gave me the understanding that I'm not the only person or not I don't or my values aren't just singular but there are a lot of people who see things differently so so you get to respect you get to understand or respect other cultures and where they came from so just little things like i heard in japan that you shouldn't finish your food when they give it i'm not sure if it's correct but what i heard is that you shouldn't finish your food when it's given to you because when you finish it if you're already full because when you finish it it means you're still hungry mm-hmm. but here in the philippines when they give you food when they give you food you should finish it to show that it was really good, right? So those simple things. Um, the, in, I think in that way, it also made me understand that I have to respect all these people and how they treat each other and ultimately being a kind person towards anybody is the single denominator of how you can interact with them and i think that's the beauty of it yeah um so uh, i know a lot of people who have uh, never gone anywhere outside a hundred kilometer distance from where they were born and uh, i guess that uh, in our generation and with the technology it's so easy to travel but the main uh, main thing when you travel is uh, the costs, the money, you know. And uh, how important is travel to a person's life? Should one uh, get, uh, should one question and um, should a person uh, prioritize traveling in their lives? Should they uh, spend uh, enough um, a certain amount of money 
so that they can travel in their lives? I think that the most important thing that people should focus on is how to make what they can do to make the world better. So the very first thing that they can do is we all have to be kind with each other before you react or before you tell someone off, before you give your opinion, you should understand where they're coming from and what might have been happening during their day. So if you get, if you just give a simple comment, it might reach them differently just because of how it was, how they had a bad morning. So always treat people with kindness. And it comes also with, let me um, connect this to the businesses that we talked about earlier. Um, being able to be successful is, I think, the ultimate goal of everybody. But being part of, as part of your success, you should be responsible you should be responsible to bring or to give opportunities to other people who are not at the top there with you. You understand? So you should, as, a, as someone who's already achieved what they want to achieve, it's your responsibility to give advice, to mentor other people, create a path for them that could be easier for them to achieve their dreams because it's not only you who should be successful but i think everybody should be and that's a small way we can make the world a better place so that um that's part of all the big companies who have given thousands of jobs to many people and and they give these um social responsibilities and they help um, NGOs and I think that's all part of the success. With this also, um, since we talked about failures, I think we have, in relation to being kind also, I think we should be kind to ourselves, ourselves when we fail. I think we have such a negative view about yeah, uh, I want to go deeper uh, into how you uh, look at life because um, what do you think is the most important thing a person should focus on in their life? Okay, so you talk to me about failing but I think um, we should also be kind to ourselves first and that also includes encountering failure so what do you feel when you fail that something well you you feel bad and disappointed but uh you have you have a motivation to uh do uh, come back up again and try again because you've learned something you know yeah that's right um i agree and i think failing has given us so much negative thoughts even just the word of it already means it's a thumbs down right so but I think it shouldn't be. So be having a negative view about failing, I think also stems from our culture and our educational system. So our culture would always want us to be at the top. Your parents would always shape you to win or to succeed. 
um, they would want you to have high grades all the time, right? And then in school, our knowledge is based from zero to 100. And by just getting, in my high school, if you get 68% or 75, actually, that means you're already failing. What's your lowest, what's your failing grade in high school? Oh, 75. Right? It's right. You already feel bad when you get that 75. And because you're, you're judged that way. And now that I've had more experiences with failing in life and work, I think that it's something that has improved my work a lot myself and my work a lot so every failure you're right you mentioned this every failure means that you learn more if because if you always do things correctly if you're always right you just know how to do things the right way but if you fail if you fail you would know what to avoid on your next try right or your perspective will not be as broad when you plan for something you would look at it and say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I, I understand now why it went wrong. So we fail at some points or many points in our lives, whether big or small, but it's how we evolve to being better with our skills. Continuous failure in businesses, like you said, might mean that you're not that you're doing something repeatedly that's not working. So you always have to assess your actions and your processes that could have led to mm-hmm. not get not achieving the result that you want and what you could have done better and you move on from there. So as long as you're learning from your mistakes that led to failure, then you've actually grown to be better and smarter. So I think we have to be kind that's my philosophy in life. You have to be kind to others, no matter who they are, and no matter what time of the day it is. And you have to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Uh, what, what about the people who are at the end of their lives and are so far away from their dreams as a young adult? where uh, they would be so far away from the definition of being successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, 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 what would you uh, tell them? Um, I honestly wouldn't know what to tell them because I'm sure they have more wisdom than me. But whatever decisions that they took for with their lives... I'm pretty sure it was the de- decision they thought would be best to take. So if it was, mm-hmm. if it ended up that they were, they they were far from what they wanted to be or what they dreamed of. Um, mm-hmm. It's also possible that they could have a new dream for themselves now. It's never too late to dream and you're never too old to start something. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So, uh, one last question uh, to end uh, this podcast. Um, how would you make a difference in the world? What is the best way for a person to make the difference? For me, making a difference in the world is one, again, being kind to anybody, to everybody. That's just it. And don't judge, don't criticize if you're not in the position to and it's not your job to do it. So that one. And then save the earth. <laughs> um, be environmentally friendly. Make wise decisions for the environment because it's the only, only planet that we have and it's the only place where we can live in. So be good to the people around you and be good to the nature that surrounds you. So that's the end of it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is your host, Elmo Ador Jr. And thank you for listening in. And please subscribe. Please follow us on Facebook. Please, please follow this. Please. Thanks. Thanks.